I think an important piece here is to be loving and gentle with yourself, especially if you are a perfectionist like I used to be. You can make your life so difficult. And sometimes we just need to take a break. Sometimes we need to breathe and take a step back and look at, you know, the all the successes we have already achieved. Celebrate how far we've come instead of just always focusing on the end result. Welcome to the Creative Legacy Podcast, a podcast to help creative entrepreneurs build their business while leading a life of intention, joy, and adventure. I'm Sarah. And I'm Shawnee. Our guest today, Martina Fink, is no stranger to the experience of working long hours, spending all her energy in her full-time job, and having no love for herself. She's grateful today for the freedom she has in her life and the ability to do things that make her really happy. And she is so awesome. We're so happy to have her here. She's the founder of Glow School, a glow-inspired coaching program for women, hosts luxury self-love and wellness retreats around the world, and travels to meet her clients worldwide. She also teaches regular meditation classes and workshops and is the host of the Glow Life podcast. So thank you so much for being here, Martina. This is awesome to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. And what's so fun is that you're in Switzerland. Yes. Yeah, and this is this is so awesome that we've been able to connect and, and chat with you, and we can't wait to hear more about what you have to share with our listeners. Yes, I'm excited. Can't wait. That's awesome. We're just global on this episode because I'm in Portugal currently. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I'm in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's very worldly here. Yeah. <laughs> it's trying to give a little bit of an intro to you, but we'd love to hear from you just a little bit more about yourself, whatever you want to share. Sure. So I am just all about the glow. (laughs) I love um, helping women glow up and like become confident in themselves and become the best version of themselves so that they can just be better women. You know, when we dim our own lights and we are constantly stressed out and constantly work super hard, we aren't really being the best version of ourselves. And that means we're not the best partner. We're not the best business owner. We're not the best coach. We're not the best sister, girlfriend, you know, Um, and we're just not here to live a 50% life. I think we're here to live our best life. And that includes everything around, you know, your health, your mental health, Um, your beauty, feeling confident, but also having really great, loving, positive relationships um, and being physically active too. So it's like, you know, I have this very holistic approach to health. um, And I think in order to be successful in your business, you also need to be, you know, 100% your best self as much as you can. I love that. That's so true. And I love your what you mentioned about not living a 50% life that we need to live life fully. Mm. And that's so beautiful. I would love to hear a little bit more about your journey from where you were kind of burning the candle at both ends, overexerting your energy and how you went from that to living a more glowing life of self-love and freedom to do the things you love and live that hundred percent life. Yeah. So um, let me start off by saying basically my parents are both musicians so they're both like very creative people and have always done things they love their entire life um and i do think that like through our society you know you get you go to college and then university and you kind of get trapped in that mindset that you need to 
work really hard and long hours in order to be successful. Um, and I went to university, I studied translation and interpreting, which is in like a classic hardworking, <laughs> you know, um, degree, but, uh, I love that. And then from there I started working at Apple, which is an amazing company. I love their philosophy. I love their, you know, products, obviously work with all of them. Um, I was uh, in a leadership program, in a worldwide leadership program, which was amazing. And I love that too. Um, and I, I really enjoyed the work that I was doing at my job. And But it's retail, you know? So if you've been to an Apple store before, you may know how crazy sometimes these stores can get in, in the rush hours. And it's just very energetically draining in the way that, you know, you get home, all you want to do is just sleep and have dinner and eat and like sleep and go to work the next day. And that's how I felt for many years, even though I, I was really enjoying the work I did um, every day with our employees and with customers. I just found that over the years, I didn't have much more energy left for anything else. I would constantly, you know, cancel appointments with my family and friends and be like, I'm too tired. I can't go to my dance classes. I just don't want to leave the house anymore. Um, I was really in that very drained space. Um, and at the same time, I was becoming a makeup artist just for fun, just because I noticed I needed to do something creative outside of work, outside of working hard um, and got into that at the same time. And I just noticed how I forgot about time completely when I was doing makeup. And I, I thought it was so easy to do makeup and, you know, feel more confident just with like a concealer and a mascara and nice brows, like the little things. Um, and that sparked something in me that I wanted to show other women how they can feel more confident with the little things that they can do for themselves. And then I was doing basically both my full-time <laughs> management job and um, starting off as a makeup artist with like little workshops here and there um, until I got to the point where I like just had to ask myself, what do I want to do? Do I want to try my business and try diving into my idea of helping women or do I just want to go with what everyone else would be doing and just stick to my career? Yeah, and that's pretty much how everything started. And it took me about a year to finally quit my job and take the leap. But it was definitely the best decision I've ever made. That's awesome. Oh, we love that. <laughs> well, I have to say, I love your the term you use of like glow up and living a more glowing life. I'm curious, like what inspired that or like what did it mean to you that you use that term? That is a really good question. So yeah, I think one thing that really blocked me was that stress that I was experiencing, that more like physical stress, not really physical, but like emotional stress and mental stress I was going through at work. Um, but as I started my business, I just constantly noted I had so many blocks. Like I didn't sign clients. I didn't know how to make sales. Like I didn't even know how to make a sales conversation. I didn't know how to put together a program that would be helpful. I didn't know how to talk to my ideal client, like didn't even know what my, who my ideal client was. Um, and I, I started working with my first coach who I hired because of business, but she was also very strong in like mental programming and rewiring the brain. And in that, in those sessions with her, we uncovered lots of deep blocks that I was um, still carrying around with from my childhood 
I was um, bullied in school and just always had this feeling of not being enough. And that completely translated into my business where I didn't feel like I could charge certain prices because no one was going to buy that. I didn't feel confident in the work that I was doing, you know, and I had these, yeah, just this constant low feeling of self, feeling of low self-worth all the time that was blocking me. Um, and as I started to work through those things and release the past and forgive, do a lot of forgiveness work and just really let go of those old patterns of those beliefs that I had about myself and about success and about money, um, I noticed how I was constantly getting more like compliments from people saying like, oh, you look so amazing. You look like you're doing really well. Um, they didn't really use the word glowing because it's not it's not a German word that we use here. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I, would, I was just tr trying to kind of find a word to put all of that together. And um, I love to say, you know, hashtag let go and glow because I think the moment we can release um, our past and like the past programming and the past memories and emotions from the past, we can step into that new version of us, which is really our true nature. Like we are here, we're born to be happy. We're not here to live, like I said, a 50% life. If you think of a flower, for example, a flower doesn't get up in the morning and decides to just put her petals out 50%, right? A flower is always there. And that's, that's our nature. We're here to be happy. We're here to live a good life. We're here to be healthy. Um, and the word glow somehow just encompass it, encompass everything from like health, mental health, self-love, and, and just also doing some sort of job that fills you up, you know? I love that. And I think glow is the perfect word for it. And thank yeah. you so much for sharing you know, kind of that struggle that you went through. I think a lot of our listeners can relate to feeling bullied when they were younger and then having that that mindset that maybe, you know, things aren't right and, and taking those blocks out of there and, and really reopening yourself up to the possibility. So thank you for sharing that and giving our listeners a chance to do that for themselves or maybe think about, you know, starting to live um, a glowing life. So, so beautiful. Um, are there some common things that come up or that you hear from entrepreneurs that are feeling overworked? They're feeling like they don't have enough time. What, how do you address that with them? Yeah. So this is something I definitely struggle with in the beginning when I first started, I thought that I had to work, you know, 10 hour days and re respond to emails at 10 PM to kind of make make me look busy and think that people, <laughs> so that people would think that I'm successful, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I really had to change my perception of success and money, um, because I had that belief that I needed to work hard to make money or to even build a successful business. I was struggling so much, but the moment I decided that it can be easier and the moment I started working with energies as well and like with manifestation and understanding you know how the law of attraction works that the energy we send out is the energy that we get back in return so when you when you're constantly stressed out and you don't have time and you're like you know close to burning out you are sending out this energy of frust frustration and anger and like not enough time kind of thing um, and you get more of that so you attract 
angry clients, you attract, you know, more appointments, you attract complaints. Um, and that's kind of where I was until I started realizing that there is a different way, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. And I can decide that I can do my business my way. And I started learning more about the energies and how, when I really fill myself up and I'm in a different vibration, when I'm in that vibration of love and just feeling great and, you know, that glow that comes out, I'm just going to attract more of that because that's basically what the law of attraction says. You like attracts like. So when you are balanced, when you're feeling blissful and grounded and, and happy and healthy, you're going to attract the right opportunities that are on the same vibration. Does that make sense? Yes, that's awesome. I love that. Just it fuels me up to to really think about what I'm putting out in the world to make sure that I'm attracting the most positive things cuz I think we all get caught up in that thinking like we have to do these things like be busy, answer emails and then if you're feeling negative, that's what you're going to receive back. So that's that just challenges me even to want to make sure that I'm putting out positivity, I'm putting out good work so then I can, you know, that can come back in through. So very cool. Yeah. And it's so, it's so tricky too, because sometimes you're like, oh no, I really should send this email. But like the energy goes with an email, you know, it's not, it's in between the lines. It's not that you can see it, but when you put that energy into your projects, it's just what you get back. And I've just found my business really started to take off the moment I started prioritizing myself, because when you have your own business, you are your business. And when you're stressed out, your results are going to be, are going to reflect that. So, you know, taking care of yourself first and filling yourself up and like getting on this really positive, relaxed vibration is just going to create a beautiful ripple effect in the world around you. Yeah, so true. Shani and I both are very big on like self-care being a big priority in our lives. But one thing that I love that you bring into it that you said is the self-love part. And I'm curious, do you feel like you can have one without the other or um, like have the self-love without the self-care or the self-care without the self-love? And then how do you like really get into that balance of having both? I think you will get self-love through self-care. So if you're someone or if someone listening feels like, I don't really love myself, you will not get to love yourself if you don't take care of yourself first. So it's like, you know, you, you cannot love yourself in a second. You know, you cannot snip your finger and suddenly love yourself. It's a process. It's a journey. And, you know, I am still on this journey. It's an ongoing journey. There are always new layers that we peel back. Um, but I think it starts with taking time first. So as you start taking time for yourself, you know, be that five minutes a day of just asking yourself how you're feeling. Um, maybe it's a short meditation. Maybe it's some journaling. Maybe it's reading a book. Just taking that time for yourself allows you to get to know yourself. If you ask yourself every day how you're feeling, over the course of a couple of days, you're going to see a tendency. You're going to see what's really going on within you. And as you get to know yourself better, you can start working on appreciating certain things. You know, you can start working on being grateful for things that you're really good at. You can work on celebrating things that you are great in. Um, and I think true self-love is often misunderstood. I think lots of people think, oh, self-love is like getting a massage once a month, um, which it is too, it is too, but it's really more 
you know, every single decision that you take, you either take it for you or against you. When you are work, when when you've had a really hard day and you just want to take a break, maybe self love means canceling an appointment. Um, maybe self love sometimes means saying no to certain things that you don't want to do, and just really connecting with your intuition and that feeling that shows you what feels right for me right now. Does that make sense? Yes, and I love the the part of. Yeah, you can't have self-love without self-care. And that's a great practice. If you want to have self-love, you have to start with caring for yourself. And and I love that you brought up that it's not just massages. And, you know, because <laughs> I think that's, you know, we have to change the what people think of self-care. It's not just, you know, oh, spa days all day long. It's literally just what is best for you, your family, whatever that may be. But whatever is feeling right in you. We, we just talked about this um, last week at a meeting, um, Sarah and I, and we talked about like different ways we share self-care, like do things for ourselves. And I said, one of the biggest things for me is saying no. I, I have no problem <laughs> saying no. And it was it took me years to get to that because I was a people pleaser and I want to make sure everyone is happy around me. But I was burning out and I was doing everything for everyone else and not taking care of myself. So I really got good at saying no and saying yes to the things that were really important to me. Uh, because when you say yes to something, that means you're saying no to something else. And what I was saying no to was time with my family, time with my friends, time, you know, just by myself, whatever it may be. So it, I really got good at it. And I think that's hard for a lot of people, especially women, but it's such a, a strong and um, good practice to, to have. Yeah, it's so important to learn how to say no, because again, like when you fill your own cup first, you're going to give from that overflow of your cup. And when your batteries are on 10%, like think of of your iPhone, like you can't make phone calls when you're on 1% and when <laughs> your battery is burned out, like you need to recharge all the time. And I think another way of looking at self-care or self-love in particular is like that relationship that you have with yourself. You wouldn't fall in love with your partner if you didn't know them, right? You don't fall. Well, maybe there are like love at the first sight kind of things, but um, a real relationship that goes really deep. You you want to know that person. You want to know what their fears are. You want to know what their talents are, what they're great at, what you appreciate about them. And in order to fall, fall in love with yourself, you have to know yourself first. That's so like true. That. Um, as I wrote down a quote you said earlier of every decision you make, it's either for you or against you. And I think what Shawnee kind of like spoken to of like saying no, that we just get to be conscious of that and of ourselves and our true like desires and the vision and what we want to manifest in our lives for every second to truly have that self-love and self-care for ourselves. So I think that's beautiful. So thanks for sharing that. <laughs> Yeah, I think, and, and that becomes easier the more present you are in your life. You know, I used to be such a go, 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 go person. I always had plans and everything, like every single 30 minutes in my calendar were fully scheduled. Um, but the moment I started taking time and be like, okay, look at my schedule. I plan my week and everything in my week is just fully booked. I don't want to do that. So that's how you start. You know, we often make mistakes first and notice, okay, that was too much. Those were too many appointments, too many things going on. Next week, I'm going to be smarter and say no to a couple things. So sometimes that's how we get to um, to the point where we realize that we need to say no. And 
it's just, you know, always remind, uh, remind yourself that when you are your best self, you can be a better partner. You're going to be more successful when you're happy. You're going to make people happier. And, and that's just what usually keeps me motivated to say no sometimes. That's so nice. Such a great point of kind of bringing it all back together of, yeah, it's okay to say no. It's okay to put yourself first in some of this. But I want to kind of switch focus onto um, your wellness archetypes. On your website, you have this awesome quiz that I love about like, you know, how you this is how you say on your website, the the way you live your life has direct impact on your well-being and how you take care of yourself. You have this awesome free quiz um, that people can take. They can head over to your website and we'll link that all in the show notes. But I kind of wanted to learn a little bit more about them. How many archetypes are there? I know Sarah took the quiz. I'm taking it like literally right <laughs> now as we speak because I wanted to be like fresh. Um, so I'll give you my answer after you tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So the the goal of this quiz is to figure out where you're at, where you are at your self love and wellness journey. Um, I don't use the word self love in particular because I think it scares a lot of people. Um, where when they hear the word self love, it's like, oh no, I need to spend all this money on like massages and facials and stuff. So that's why I call it. Um, the wellness archetypes. And basically, you know, it's about figuring out where you're at. Are you taking time for yourself or not? And how much are you taking? Um, and there are five different archetypes. Um, and do you want me to explain them yeah, all? Just if you want to kind of chat a little bit about them, that'd be awesome. Okay. So um, let's see if I can remember them all. One of them <laughs> is something that it, you're like, when you're a dormant beauty, that's how I call it, you're mostly unaware of what's going on. You know, you're in that hamster wheel, you're just doing life and like um, going through things, not really knowing what is there. Like, you know, like kind of how I used to live my life in the past. I didn't know there was another way. I was just this dormant, dormant woman, unaware of the glow that would be possible for me. So that's someone who is like, new to the journey um, and isn't really aware of the power of their thoughts and doesn't know how it works. Also someone who maybe complains a little bit like from time to time. I used to definitely complain a lot about how stressed I was and like what a victim I am, you know, in my life. Um, so that's one of, one of the archetypes. It's just this newcomer, like woman that doesn't really know that there is another way um, and that doesn't do much for herself because she doesn't know. And, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And as long as you don't know that there are other ways, you can't really do anything about it. I do have a people pleaser archetype as well, which is also something that I used to be like the person who basically always says yes to everyone and never really takes care of herself. And um, yeah, just pleases everyone else but themselves. Um, and then we have a perfectionist, which is definitely a younger version of me too, that, you know, that woman that just wants to have everything perfect and like 99.9% .9 isn't enough. And that is also super hard on herself. I used to be that too. It's basically all my past, all my past um, personalities, you know, when even when it comes to self-care, perfectionists are like, I have to do this meditation and like, mm -hmm. you know, are super hard on themselves. And if it's, 
if they skip it once, they're like beating themselves up for it. Um, and yeah, just perfectionist, making their lives so difficult because they have this high expectations and high standards of themselves as well, which, yeah, it just <laughs> makes your life so difficult. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we have the self-love queen, which is the woman that does take care of herself and, um, yeah, tries to love herself as good as she can, but sometimes still gets in her own way sometimes. Um, but yeah, like knows what self-care is, know what she should be doing. Maybe doesn't do it all the time, but most of the time. Um, and then basically depending on what wellness archetype you are, you get, um, the results and you get basically results that describes you, how you live your life in terms of your relationships, in terms of your finances, in terms of self-care, um, in terms of your health. It's often also, you know, related with how you sleep and with how you eat and how you, yeah, what kind of relationships you have. Um, and then get, I give everyone a couple of tips to get started, to kind of improve where you're at, simple wellness tips to, you know, just live a healthier and more glowing life. That's beautiful. Sarah, what did I see what you got? What did you <laughs> want to tell everyone what you got? Sure. I'm very much um, living your old self, I guess. I got the perfectionist. <laughs> I did my, I did it. And I think I'm definitely probably like the perfectionist or the self-love queen where I, I'm trying to do it, but I still have get in my way. So I'm, I'm probably between that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I, I get in my way sometimes too. Yeah. That's, that's okay. <laughs> and that's everything. I mean, we're not, we're not going to be a hundred percent perfect. It's just being mindful. Like you said, of where you're at, how do you feel when you wake up? If you're, if you're going through something, you know, really stating that and then um, putting the right things in place to, you know, really live that glowing life. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting. Like, Shana, you said you think you're between the self-love and perfectionist. I could definitely see, like, parts of each of those uh, wellness archetypes of how we live those out as an individual. Yes. Yes. Totally. So what do we have to do in order to live a more glowing life? Okay. So first of all, you need to take time for yourself. <laughs> um, I like to say, if you don't have 10 minutes, you don't have a life. <laughs> I think it's so important to take those 10 minutes. You can even cut it down to five minutes every day. We all have those five or 10 minutes a day. You know, we can scroll an hour a day through social media and tell ourselves we don't have time for meditation, but really it's so important that you do that. So if you can start with just five minutes, maybe maybe it's taking your journal and writing down just how you're feeling or writing down what you're grateful for or closing your eyes and taking a couple of deep breaths and just kind of connect with your body and feel where you're feeling tense. Maybe you need to roll your shoulders or, you know, send some love into your, the back of your, the lower, your lower back to kind of relax, like anything that just brings you in that present moment. So you can start connecting with yourself. I think in today's world, we're so busy with all the notifications and news and, and posts and all of these stuff that constantly bombards us that we shut down emotionally, that we don't even know how we're feeling. And I think that's the number one step to just acknowledge, observe what's going on right now. How am I feeling? Am I feeling tired? 
happy, excited, exhausted, um, and then acknowledge that. I think the goal of this is to connect with your intuition more. In the end, we have this innate, incredibly powerful wisdom inside of us, that intuition that always tells us what's right or wrong. You know, that intuition will help you decide if you say yes or no to something. And the more you can connect with that intuition, with that gut feeling, how we like to call it too, um, the better decisions you're going to take and the more you're going to be in alignment. So there is no way you can connect with your intuition when you are constantly thinking about other people, when you're constantly, you know, out and about doing things, being busy, when you're constantly glued to your laptop working all the time, there's just no way you can connect with that intuition, but you can strengthen that relationship with your intuition with those five or 10 minutes a day. Beautiful. That's a great way to start too, where it doesn't feel so overwhelming. It's something that everyone can do. Like you said, everyone has the five or 10 minutes a day just to get started and you're going to feel so much better and feel so much more connected with yourself. Yeah. And I interviewed someone on my podcast recently when we were talking about intuition and she was like, you know, just start with simple things like, do I wear the red dress or the blue dress today? And just go with whatever intuitively feels best. And the more you can do like those little things throughout your day and ask yourself, okay, what do I really want now? Like what would feel better if I decided A or B and then go with that? And that way you can strengthen that connection to your intuition as well. Do you have any other advice on self-care or living a more glowing life that you would like to share with our listeners? I could talk about this for hours. (laughs) (laughs) I think an important piece here is to be loving and gentle with yourself, especially if you are a perfectionist like I used to be. You can make your life so difficult. And sometimes we just need to take a break. Sometimes we need to breathe and take a step back and look at, you know, the all the successes we have already achieved, celebrate how far we've come instead of just always focusing on the end result. I think self-care is a journey. It's not about reaching the perfect self-love status. It's about, you know, being on this journey and enjoying the journey too. You know, the more you can love yourself now, the more you can enjoy yourself and your life now. So Be loving and gentle with yourself and just know that when you start with yourself, you can have that ripple effect onto other people um, and and make everyone's lives much better too. So beautiful. So powerful too. We're so tough on ourselves. We're so hard Mm -hmm. and just letting us know that it's okay to be gentle and to be loving towards ourselves, that it's all a process. It's really, really nice to hear that because we get stuck in that well I should do better I should be better and we're just human just like everyone else too and we give other people grace and we give other people that chance to learn things why don't we do that for ourselves so thank you for reminding us that we can be gentle and kind with ourselves yeah I think it's important I'm going to give a quick story that I think will relate to this well. Um, so I'm currently on a four-month like travel journey, um, which is kind of putting me out of my element, out of my comfort zone, and taking me like away from everything where I would always say yes to people and wanting to do things and, for others. And I recently went back to the States for a week for a retreat, and one of the comments I constantly got was, you seem different, and 
travel is good. It looks good on you. And I think a big part of that is because I am giving more to myself and giving myself more self, more self-love be, instead of being focused everywhere else that I get that chance to really like breathe into me and I get to glow. <laughs> so um, I think that's a big part of it. And I can definitely see where like putting it more into yourself allows you to give more to others. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think, you know, the other thing about travel is that you are in an environment when where no one knows you. And back home, it's like we always worry about what others are going to think of us if we prioritize ourselves, like our partner, our family, friends. Everyone who knows you is going to judge you. Obviously, they're going to judge you anyway, but you care too much that you don't take decisions that are good for you. Whereas when you travel, you just care less because those people don't know you anyway. And They're probably not going to see you ever again. So you just do what you want. You know, do you think that resonates? <laughs> um, well, I'm traveling with a, like a group of people that I just met by coming on this program. But one of the things we constantly say is you can just do whatever until somebody tells you not to. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, I Yeah, I mean, I've definitely been putting myself out of my comfort zone for sure. And just kind of been able to do my own thing. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. I've been loving it. <laughs> And you know, you don't, you cannot change in your comfort zone. Change is always outside of your comfort zone because mm -hmm. if it was in your comfort zone, you would already be this glowing, confident woman, you know? So since you're not, I'm not meaning personally you, but like if you are not that person that is completely glowing yet, that means you haven't gone there yet. You haven't done the work yet to get there. And I always say like you what got you here won't get you there. So if you're not where you want to be right now, you have to change direction. You have to do something different to get to where you want to go. Yeah. And different can sometimes be scary. It can be uncomfortable, but mm. it's bringing you to the next level of you and the next part of your journey. So it's so necessary and so worth it to take those risks and take those jumps and really switch up things that aren't serving you anymore. Yeah, there is no way you can become better without working on yourself. And it's just, it's scary and you get used to it. You know, every time I change, every time I leave my comfort zone, it's scary again. That will never go away, but you can learn how to deal with that and just know that on the other side of that fear and of that uncomfortable feeling, there is that thing that I want. You know, there is that confidence or that glow or that new idea or that business that I want to have. So you better get used to the uncomfortable feeling of leaving your comfort zone. Okay, I think that's good. Like we get to focus on the what we want when we're going through that discomfort. <laughs> yeah. So Martina, we are doing something new with you. You are our first guest that we are doing this with. Um, and Shawnee and I both love podcasts. So we love kind of like taking ideas that we love and making them our own. And one of those is kind of just like a rapid fire question at the end. So we have a few questions for you just really quickly. Sure. The answer off the top of your head. <laughs> so the first one is, are you a morning person or a night owl? Night owl, for sure. Um, what's your favorite way to give yourself that extra self-care? Um, a face mask. Ooh, Ooh yeah. yeah. That's fun. All right. Uh, what is your go-to indulgent treat? Um, I currently love this hot chocolate with a reishi mushroom. Hmm. That's intriguing. I haven't heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> Reishi is a medicinal mushroom. It's a superfood. 
Um, and I just make it like a hot chocolate, but with that on top, it's really good. Oh, wow. Very cool. What is one place you would like to travel next? Maldives. I'm dying mm. to go to the Maldives. <laughs> oh, it looks so beautiful. Um, and last question, what is your legacy? I think I want to get everyone glowing in this world. I want everyone to just see that there is this beautiful way of living your life and that you can make a difference. Just one person can make a difference and it starts with you. That's so beautiful. I love it. I, I think that's a great reminder that we all have a part in this world and we can all go out and, and make a difference. So, and also side note, I got my quiz back. I'm at the self-love queen in case you guys are curious. <laughs> um, my email just popped up, but anyway, Martina, it was so awesome having you here. What are you currently working on that our listeners should look out for? I am currently working on my next retreat, which is happening in October in Greece. Oh, um, it's going to be a beautiful self-love and wellness retreat. I got the most amazing private villa, which I love, um, with like beautiful kind of bohemian style design um, right next to the beach. And we're going to be working on a lot of the stuff that we basically talked about, like becoming a self-love queen from wherever you are before, just learning to love yourself and taking that time to just connect with yourself and ask yourself too, what do I want to do with my life? Where do I want to go? What is the direction for, for my future? What kind of relationships do I want to have? And it has this super powerful element of sisterhood where you surround yourself with women who are on the same journey and, who take you for who you are without judgment. Um, and that has just been incredible in the past. So I'm really excited to welcome some more women in October. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I want to go. I just want to come and take pictures. It sounds incredible. And it's in Greece. Well, if you are in the area, let me know and we can talk about this. I don't have yes. a photographer yet. Oh, girl, let's do this. I'm ready. I'm coming. My October is actually pretty open, so let's do it. Okay, we'll have a chat about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so if you want to share a link to information on that retreat, we'll put it in the show notes, but where can our listeners find you online? Yes. So the link for the retreat is martinafink.com forward slash Greece. Um, I guess my website is just martinafink.com and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Martina Glows and on iTunes, the Glow Life podcast. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being here. You rock and we, I'm just feeling very inspired to live a more glowing life and I know our listeners will be too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for chatting with us. I've loved this conversation. I have so many notes and like so much goodness in this episode. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you.